and welcome back to a new semester of WKU Red Zone Radio. I'm your host for today, Caden Gaylord Day. Sitting here with me are my guys, Mike Thompson, Will Gerber, Matt Grisano, and Noah Lyons. And a new guy here who's not really new, but new to you, Nicholas Brake. Fellas, how are y'all doing today? Doing good. Glad to be back. <laughs> Fantastic. Probably better than Nick. I don't know. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, Caden. Yeah, yes, this sir. is Nick. I'm new here. Uh, I think we also have a new uh, person by name in here. Uh, there's no such thing as Michael Thompson anymore. Um, Mike? Uh, Mike Stamper now. <laughs> Mike Stamford? Stamper. Stamper, Mike Stamper. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Nobody told me that. You did not tell me that. I did not, I did not <laughs> tell you that, but it's official now. So. Well, Mike Stamper, my apologies. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm also a new name on the show this year, so I understand. Um... Well, we have missed a lot since we have last talked here. Uh, so we'll we'll go all the way back and we'll 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 do it like that. So we'll start with WKU football. They ended their season nine and five after beating App State fifteen hundred thirty eight in the Boca Boca Raton Bowl. Bailey Zappi threw six past passing touchdowns, which led to a new record of sixty two total touchdowns uh, for his year, breaking Joe Burrow's record of sixty. And he also threw. Totally, total, uh, total, 5,967 yards. Didn't quite break that 6,000-yard record. Um, fellas, do you do you count this year as a success for WKU football? Do you think this year was a success overall? Yes. Well, I would say in comparison to last year, definitely. The only thing that I have any questions about it is I would say they, I don't know who we beat that I'm, like, really impressed with we beat them. I guess App State at the end. But UTSA beat us twice. Um, Indiana would have been a nice win. They beat us. I mean, Michigan State, not nah, as kind of, but they beat us. So I feel like we just won every game we were favored in, which is good. But I wouldn't say it was a great year, considering you had the quarterback that set every record pretty much imaginable in a season. The biggest thing was losing to UTSA twice. You win one of those back, this is one of the best years they've had in several years since Braum was here, I would say. Oh, yeah, I'd say it was definitely a good year, but I would say – I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it was a missed opportunity with Zappy to not be able to get a conference title. I, I agree, but at, at the beginning, you didn't necessarily know. So it's kind of like you just had fun with it while it went along. And I'm glad I don't. I'm glad I'm not the only one who views that way. Um, it was a success in terms of what the preseason um, expectations were, but when you put it in the bigger picture, uh, this team should have won the conference. Uh, they should have beat UTSA in that championship game. I mean, there are so many mistakes in that ha- in that game that happened. Rusty snapping the ball over Bailey's head about you know ten million times. Um, that team should have won a conference championship. You don't and make one of those mistakes. All one of the year. numerous mistakes they would have won that game. So I, it was a success of like yes, this was a great year, great team. Um, you didn't think this was going to happen like this, uh, but. In terms, in the bigger picture, I I view it as they should have won the championship, and you know, next year we don't know what this team's gonna look like. I mean, basically it's a whole new team. I mean, the whole transfer portal is coming to Western Kentucky at this point. Uh, new coaches, uh, new quarterbacks, new everything. So, uh, you know, I won't be here. Nick won't be here, but you guys will. So, what do you, what do you from what you have seen of who's coming in? What do you think is going to happen next year? Well, I think one thing with the transfer portal this year, I mean, just the new transfer portal rule, especially with schools western size, 
I think it makes predictions almost impossible because you do not have any – I mean, it's so many new kids. Usually you see a team, like, well, they're getting this guy back. and this. But it's like if you play well at Western, you leave. Yep. So then it's like, okay, they're not coming back now. And then it's like, you know, we were predicted low, but Zappy worked out great. And I think the kid from West Virginia is coming in next year. Yeah. So that's – if he plays great, could, you know, high expectations. But if he plays bad and it's like a – that's Who the, knows? That's the concerning thing to me. I remember Tyrone Pigrin two years ago. You know, they weren't like Bailey Zappi expectations, but they were going to be a good team, and that was not the case at all. So I don't really have one for this guy until I see him, until I see how he works with his offense. Mike probably has something to say. Well, I mean, he's quite a he's, – he's, I wouldn't say he's like a much better player than Tyrone Pigram was, but like he's, he's like above average quarterback. Like, he threw 19 touchdowns for West Virginia this year. I don't know how this offense will work next year because, like, obviously we're losing Zach Kittley. Mm -hmm. So, the air raid's going to be gone. But Sadly. Real quick, what's crazy about that is I knew he would be gone, but I didn't think it would be after one year. Like, I thought he'd be here for, like, at least one more year. It was the the Texas Tech. I mean, you just can't pass that up. I mean, not at all, and I don't blame him for it at all. Um, when when the opportunity like that comes, you take it. But I was just expecting him to be here at least one more year. But I mean, I guess with Bailey leaving, he came over here with Bailey, so it makes sense that he would be gone. But you know, um, yeah, this team like is always constant turnover with this team, and I'm not a big um, Tyson Helton guy. I don't think he's that great of a coach. Um, hot take, I guess maybe I don't know. No, no, not I a hot take. Yeah, I agree with it. <laughs> I'm. I'm interested to see. I I know we had the guy from South Warren. I don't. Caden Veltkamp. Yeah, Veltkamp. I'm. I wonder if they brought in this West Virginia quarterback for this year to kind of show him the ropes of what it's like to be a collegiate quarterback, and then he would take over. Because when you constantly have turnover with a quarterback, that doesn't work. You're not gonna get a good quarterback every time. You need to have one that's gonna be here for several years and learn a playbook and be able to develop. And that's what concerns me about this. Once you got Drew Zoppy stepping in. Mm-hmm. Grady. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kate, let's be real for a second. If And I'm going to ask you a hypothetical question. If Jeff Brom's coaching this team this year, do we win the conference? Most probably. Yes. I agree. I think you put him, I think you put a number of coaches there. Bobby? That, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, hey, I, I mean. <laughs> I think you put a number of. Not, you take like, UTSA's coach. I, mm-hmm, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he did. It. I mean, he just started college football. I mean, he was a high school coach and won like three straight titles in mm-hmm. Texas, and two. You know, UTSA was nothing. It's already got them going. So I think that was a big in in both those games was and coaching. Frank Harris I think the was talent not, was comparable. He wasn't Bailey Zappi. He was a very good quarterback, yeah. but he just knew what to do when he had to do it, and he knew what he, to do against plays. Western. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, do look like prom Lamar yep. Jackson against Western. I mean, I, yeah, I I'm not a big believer in Tyson Hilton. I mean, they lost. Three games this year. Th- their three biggest games this year are Indiana and UTSA twice. And they lost all those last possession. You can possession. even add Army. Yeah, even Army. They lost by one score to Last Army. possession of the game. It came down to the it. The problem in all of those was they were down. They, you, you, when they got ahead, they did. They were fine. And that offense would just roll along. But that, that Indiana loss really stuck with me. There's no reason we should have lost that. And well, I, I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, uh, I was gonna say you sit in the press conference. We were it was it was right before the turnaround. 
uh, and every week it kind of was asked of Tyson Helton, uh, are you concerned about slow starts? Are you concerned? Every week he said, no, you know, I'm, I'm not worried about that. We don't have slow starts. And every week we continued to digress and continued to have worse and worse starts until obviously we hit the switch. But at w- I, don't, I don't know. I, I just felt like conservative play calling, um, it, it was just it was an, an inability to, to see a team's flaws for, for so many weeks as, in an offensive standpoint. I, honestly, I think that the only reason this team even flipped a, a switch, it was not a, a coaching thing. It, w- it was a defensive mindset that changed a little bit. I, I blame Tyson Held for everything that happened this season. Um, Maurice Krim, you can't give him a lot of expectations. His first season as uh, replacing Clayton White, who is arguably the greatest defensive coordinator uh, a, a mid-major school should ever have a right of having. He, what, he won coordinator of the year in the SEC for South Carolina, is that is South Carolina's much improved? I don't yeah. know if he won it, but they're yeah. I mean, they made a bowl game, be, and they yeah. were awful for four years. I could so. be making that statistic up, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I blame Tyson Helton solely for us coming short. Uh, it was just too many moments where our team was not ready to play. Too many games where you just felt like this was a comedy of errors. Too many horrific stupid bonehead decisions and terrible special teams mishaps and that's coaching to me that there's nothing else other than coaching that you and, can blame for and that. the slow starts i mean that's coming out flat you're just in the locker room whatever speech you were given you might not want to change it because <laughs> they came out flat in every big game that was what one thing when they scored because utsa in the conference title game they scored right away i think it was 53 seconds they didn't waste any time yep. and it felt a little different, and had it not been for those mistakes, I think we would have rolled through that game. It would have been close, but I would have felt better than I did. I was nervous and then excited. and then you know, Mistakes that hadn't happened all year. And the thing is, yep. they turned it up when their comp- level of competition went down. That's my thing. Yep. Like Everybody was you know, hyping the team up, as they should, but in, if you put it in perspective, they were playing teams who weren't up to their standard. They were playing teams way below them. And when they did play teams – up to their level of competition, they lost every single time. So, yeah. I don't know. I know we're kind of bagging on them a little bit. They had a great season. The I mean, nine State wins. win was a nice win. Yeah, yeah that, State, that was that's 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 a great one team. You were like, yeah. That one was yeah, – That's compar- what I wanted to see against talent. UTSA in Indiana. I mean, 59 against App State, you know. I mean, they were just whooping them. And I watched most of that game, and I'm just like, dang, if only this happened but yeah, like, two weeks ago. Why couldn't that have happened against UTSA? You know, bowl games are virtually meaningless yeah. unless it's the college football playoffs or it's a, a New Year's Bowl. I mean, I, I I was not happy after we beat App State. I was furious. I was like, you know, you you, you got to see at what point is a bowl win not enough. Uh, I'm getting tired of this. You know, we were school in 2015, 2016. We set a precedent, and since then, when, when Brom left, we haven't Same met thing. it or come close. And this final year, we were there. We had the talent. We, we had more than enough talent. Uh, and and we we come up short, and yeah, once again, I you know I I think Tyson Helton's a great guy. I've always liked uh, talking with him, uh, meeting with him. But uh, yeah, again, I I wonder uh, at what point are we going to start to look at him and say maybe he's holding us back? Uh, just like we'll talk later in the show about I'm sure about Rick Stansberry with the same thing. I think <laughs> yeah, just hearing a yeah similar tone ringing through. Oh, yeah. and it feels like every WKU men's sport it feels the exact same yeah, I know Greg Collins Travis Hudson thank you yep <laughs> <laughs> well with that we will transition right into WKU men's basketball and man <sighs> just take a big sigh everybody the WKU men's <laughs> basketball team is 10 and 9 on the season right now <sighs> 1 and 7 on the road slash neutral, neutral games um 
I'll, I'll start with the positives. <laughs> Big wins. Ole Miss, 30-point victory. That one Just was about. the most impressive to me. Yeah. They looked like they were they, – they dominated that game from start to finish. That's the best I've seen them play all year. And then right after Louisville. So, you know, those two wins, the highlight of the season so far, especially, you know, when the tornado hit Bowling Green and everything, that was that week. And, you know, emotions were high. And they, they played their best, best basketball that they have in a long time. Um, and then – conference play starts and I don't know what happened it's like they regressed uh I mean bad losses right off the bat law tech up by 17 points and you just throw it away that that's that kind of loss is inexcusable I mean, you, you, what do you say to that I mean there's no way you run that 10 times you you win that game nine times especially because they from what I worried about this season was can they keep Kenneth Lofton in check because Jamarion Sharp He's he's a tall, but he's he's skinny. Like he's like the uh, the character of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They stretch her out, or um, after uh, you know she turned into a big blob. She's like he's like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he, big. <laughs> he's like that. And I thought Kenneth Lofton was just gonna body him all day all day, but he didn't really do that. But he did get to the foul line, and you know that's where he got did most of his damage. But you're up by 17 points, and you blow that. And I'm like, okay, we've we've. I've been here for four years. I've seen this time in and time out. I mean, I don't really know what to say about that. And then I'm like, okay, maybe they could turn it around. The North Texas loss, North Texas is WKU's kryptonite. <laughs> Every single year they lose to North Texas. This is three straight, I believe. They lost in the regular season tournament championship before COVID happened. They lost that game. And then they lost last year. And then now they lost this year. Uh, and then FIU yesterday or two days ago. They haven't lost to FIU in six years. Yeah, they are not our kryptonite. <laughs> six years since they like lost to FIU. Gym. I thought they were it is a high school gym. FAU and FIU are glorified high school gyms. And they're going watching to the that AAC. game, I'm like, I mean, the production was bad. The <laughs> Everything about that Florida trip was awful. And I had to sit Except and watch the weather, every, but <laughs> I had to sit and watch every single game. So I had to sit and watch those games. FIU just somehow just turned into prime Golden State Warriors and <laughs> you know hitting 16 threes out there and they were just out hustling uh Western. I mean it's the two three zone, I don't know how many times we have to say this or thank it as a fan base or a community, whatever you want to call it. The two three zone does not work. Especially in this conference. This conference is filled of guys who just want to shoot threes, and that's what they will do every single game against this 2-3 zone when you have guys coming off the corner and the corner is wide open yep. every single time, or you want to help defense in a zone and you leave the wing wide open every single that's time. That's you hit, what, back-to-back threes Bro, in the like, corner? What are we doing? game on Saturday. And – uh, you say, and he he said in a press conference, this team can't really like play defense like that. They're not great. This isn't a great defensive team. Well, you got to do something, okay? Because obviously the zone's not working. I feel like man works more than zone with this team. At least, I mean, at least put Josh on if the point not, guard. If they're not great at defense. Man is the way to go. Put 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 Josh on the point guard. I mean, Brewer was just killing them. Twenty three points, I believe. Um, Eric Lovett hit had twenty. I mean. I give them credit for fighting back in that game. They were getting smacked in the mouth, and they came yep. back and made it a game and lost right at the, basically at the buzzer. Um, I give them credit for that. But it was FIU, a team that they're not supposed to lose to. So I don't know what's wrong with this team. 
There's a lot of things wrong. There's a lot of issues that they need to figure out. I mean, you haven't played with Keith all year. You probably won't. No, he's he can't. To. He can't. Yeah. He he didn't get the NCAA didn't clear him eligibility, which I think is very wrong. Um, if he played for Duke, Kentucky, anybody like that, he'd be playing right now. Um, Zion Harmon not gonna not play. Anymore. Probably transferring somewhere. Uh, you know. I'm not really going to talk about that. Uh, he has. They said he has personal issues that needs to work out, and I hope he, you know, gets that figured out. Uh, when you look at the bigs, Jalen Butts is garbage. I'm sorry to say it. I'm not the only person to say it. He's he's garbage. He looks like he doesn't even want to be out there. He's the most laziest guy I've ever seen play basketball. Like I've never seen somebody look like they yawn on a court. And that's, that's just what he comes off to that's me. That's the like. difference between the men's team and the women's team that I've noticed. The men don't think of it as a game. I've watched this women's team and they're laughing, they're smiling, they're they're having fun with it. And that's the biggest thing in basketball. You have to have fun together. The winning will come as long as you have fun. I mean, it's a game after all. And that's a good point. And all of us, we go to WKU uh, we walk the halls of DSU. Look, we see these these basketball players walking around. You know, we, obviously we notice them. They they hover above us. They're giant. I just feel like they walk around with this swagger, this arrogance. But whenever they get to the court, uh, that arrogance and swagger it, it it doesn't translate to anything good. It translates to sluggish. Uh, they're unmotivated, especially on the road. And again, you know, it's just like what I said for the football team. I, I think this comes down to coaching. I don't think they're ever ready to play, particularly on the road. They never play 40 good minutes. They pay, play 13, 14 good minutes. Um, Stansberry loves to hold timeouts. He uh, he's, uh, <laughs> refuses to call them. I, you know, I, again, I, I'm not the kind of guy who likes to blame coaches, but <laughs> golly, I guess I am because that's all I'm doing tonight. <laughs> but, I, I don't know. I think there's a problem here, and I think it's cultural. And when there's a culture problem, it starts at the top, and it lingers down into your coaches. And, uh, you know, in 2018, when we had, what, how many players were suspended, uh, were were arrested uh, they were in the fall weed. of 2018? <laughs> there were too many to count. Uh, we had kids every year who were academically ineligible. I just feel like this is a coaching failure. Um, and there are exceptions, like Charles Bassey, uh, who was a 4.0 student uh, and a good guy. But I just feel like this is a problem that uh, it's going down to the roots. It's you. You go 100 miles north to Louisville. We're a lesser version of that, I think, right now. Mm-hmm. And we and we could become that, and we don't want to become that. Well, not even like I know you praise Charles Bessie for that, but on the court, I don't even. I th- I still think as a coaching problem. I I think he was misused. I don't think he was used to his full potential, like. He it doesn't he never like most points I ever remember him scoring was like in the twenties and that was only a few times it just didn't feel like ever like we needed to like we ever wanted to go through him just pass around just and then get some shot with three or two or three seconds left on the shot clock and it's it's it is coaching absolutely because it's like we have these guys and like the FIU the FAU game Jamari and Sharp is seven foot five how do you not score. Like, how do you play 30-some minutes and not score? It's almost like, you know, you watch these big guys like Oscar Shebway, Kofi Coburn, and there's a presence on the court. They own the court. They know, I'm the best player here. I'm the best guy on the court. 
And it's almost like they're not telling them that. Be confident. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the biggest guy here. Well, and you talk about misuse of players. Uh, Charles Bessie is an easy target to name. Uh, but let's go back a little further to Delano Banton, oh, yeah. who just <laughs> over the summer was a second-round NBA draft pick. You can say what you want about him being in the <laughs> NBA. But uh, the fact of the matter is he was garbage at WKU. Oh, Excluding his the Wisconsin game, he's a terrible person as well. But go ahead. <laughs> but I mean, that just got you got to show uh, players who thrive elsewhere come here and they don't do as nearly as well. And it, it and you you have you can't blame anyone other than Rick Stansberry. It's been seven years. And I and I I think Delano Benton had all the potential in the world to be a good player here, but it's misuse again, like like you just said. And the, there's been other players that have been that way too. Josh Anderson is a top. 60 recruit coming out of high school and given he's been a good player but being a top 60 recruit and coming to western kentucky is a lot be is a lot different than being a top 60 recruit and going to kentucky like he has he, he could have had a lot more star potential and he's been here for five years and it's never felt like he's been that he's not on the high. court at the end of the game yeah. he's not out there oh but guys he's on sports center top 10 every couple of weeks so he's must be great, oh, great. You know, that's you our know, philosophy it, it beat alabama state by three <laughs> yeah that's okay because josh henderson had a monster well, poster i do think he's an nba caliber player i compare him to Derek jones jr um but better defensively uh athleticism dunking ability his shot has improved so much this yes. year well, yeah um He's probably somewhere around there. I know his yeah. he's <laughs> he's shooting his three point pursuit uh, percentage is way better this year than it has been every year. He's like Merrill Abdelgawad on the women's team. Insanely better oh, yeah. than he was his freshman year. He shot like eleven for eleven from the free throw line a few yeah. games ago. So like I'm not saying he hasn't improved because like I love watching Josh play, but it just feels like he could he he had more potential when he got here, and it just never felt like he has been the player that he could have been. Yeah, here's this. First year he was here, field goal, three point field goal percentage, fourteen percent. Now it's forty four. So that's, <laughs> that's a drastic that's improvement. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely get more into WKU men's basketball as the season goes on. Now to transition to something positive, the WKU women's basketball team is fourteen and four on this season right now. They've won nine straight. They were seven and sixteen last year. I mean, the turnaround for this team has been absolutely amazing. Uh, Merrill Abdelgawad leads with 20 points and 7 rebounds, shooting 54, 54% and 38% from three. Maya Meredith, freshman, she has won four straight Freshman of the Year, uh, award, Freshman of the Week awards, excuse me, uh, this year. Uh, they, they have the third longest winning streak in the nation right now, and they're yep. undefeated in the conference. So they are absolutely rolling right now. And you just had to applaud Greg Collins and the coaching staff for the turnaround that they have had since he's gotten here. I mean, I think it was two years ago when they got to the NIT Sweet 16. Was that two uh, That years was 2019. Ago? No, 2019. two years ago we were looking at an automatic bid, or excuse me, a not, an at-large bid uh, in the 2020 tournament before COVID uh, because we were a two-bid conference with Rice uh, a couple of years ago. We were a great team that year. And this, this was a team that was picked to finish 12th in Conference USA. <laughs> 12th. And it's funny, uh, in one of the post-game shows, a couple – games ago they go when did you a reporter asked a question when did you know that that this team was going to be special all of them said this summer when we started workouts we knew that we had something and it's just a matter of time I guess before they really clicked and it's taken off in a hurry yeah man they are on an absolute tear right now and and you just really love to see it uh you know they don't get the amount of support 
no. um, that they deserve. It's and disappointing to me. And it's, they're fun like to that, watch, yeah. too. It's, it's like that for most women's sports on this campus. The women's sports runs WKU's campus, yeah. and people don't realize – I don't think most people realize that. Yeah. Women's sports is the We're only women's reason. basketball school. Most of those banners <laughs> in Diddle Arena are women's basketball. <laughs> yep. Which is crazy because WKU men's basketball is a top 25 exactly. all the time. Uh, We're one of the – Five or six or seven programs that have thousand wins, men's and women's. Yep. The University of Louisville is not one of those. And they've a very good women's basketball program. So it's so, a testament yeah. to them. Oh yeah, props to them, man. We'll keep up with them throughout the season. You know, I I think they're going to do great things. I think they're going to have a great finish to the season. So uh, we'll see what they got going on. Okay, moving on to the month of December and January. We got a couple fans in here, so I Mike. I wanted to put this in here. The college football playoff happened, and just like every single year, the semifinals is a blowout for every single game. But I give Cincinnati a little more credit than that. But first, Georgia beat Michigan thirty-four to eleven, and it wasn't really close. I mean, Georgia just flat out dominated Michigan in all phases of the game. So, Mike, I will let you relive. Well. Uh, <laughs> I was I was very disappointed that night, but <laughs> Happy New we Year. lost we lost to the national champions, so I don't feel too bad about it now. I mean Georgia was I mean almost unbeatable all year. They looked in, amazing every game besides the Al, the SEC championship. So I don't really feel too bad about it. I I mean yeah the the score was more respectable than the game actually was, but I didn't really think Michigan was going to win to begin with. I thought we might have a chance, but. Georgia definitely came into the game prepared. A uh, few takeaways for Michigan, I think. Um, J.J. McCarthy has to be that guy next year. He has to be the starting quarterback. He has s- s- absolute star potential. And uh, no, that's no shade to Cade McNamara because he did well for us this year. But Got a Big Ten championship. Good. Yeah. He's like Shea Patterson. Yeah. A little bit more of a game manager. <laughs> he makes He's a good he, game manager, yeah. and that's all Michigan really needs. But J.J. McCarthy could take this team to another level. That's what they've needed. I mean, Michigan's single-season passing touchdown record is 25. That's crazy. J.J. JJ McCarthy could easily take this offense past that because Michigan is losing nothing on offense going into next season. You think Harbaugh stays? I do, but well, that has yet to be. I mean, we just hired a defensive line coach from Notre Dame. I don't think you leave Notre Dame to come to Michigan if you don't know who your next coach is going to be. Well, Lincoln Riley. <laughs> Lincoln <laughs> Riley. I think the problem – here's what I think of Michigan. Their offense, like when they beat Ohio State, they ran all over them. And they do like to kind of like power the ball. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's one of the few northern schools that are able to beat southern schools, and that's because they the spread and they get their athletes out in space. I don't think – you can be an SEC school in the trenches. No, f- at Michigan, run it down but, your throat. So I think the offense would not. totally have to change. Well, that showed against Georgia because yes. Michigan ran like for like twenty yards. Yeah, and uh, that I mean, I mean it, the only teams that can beat an SEC school is Ohio State, Clemson, and they run the spread. And you know Oklahoma can score with some quarterbacks, but they also run a spread. I don't think you can defense. get under center. Well, given Michigan's best receiver was hurt all year, so that kind of hurt our passing game a little bit. But there was still no way we were going to beat Georgia with, with that running game plan, yeah. especially with the monster D-line they had. Like, it was historical. Yeah. So, I mean, you're definitely right about that. 
and that's I don't that's why I don't really feel too bad about the loss. I mean, we we broke through, we won the Big Ten, yeah. made the college football playoff. That's a pretty good accomplishment. I didn't think we yeah, were going to win the national feel championship. Bad about this season? No, I mean Michigan did more this season than they've done in the last twenty four years combined. So uh, yeah. I, I mean, def- it went from people were calling for Harbaugh's like I mean, some people were like he should be gone. He can't beat Ohio State. To we got to give him an extension. We got to try to keep him. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely a good year for them. Yeah, I mean, after going two and four last year, and you're right, like everybody wanted him gone, and he wins national coach of the year, takes him to the playoff. I mean, unless you're Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State, your goal is just to make the playoff. I mean, I don't. It's pretty hard to win the national championship unless you're one of those four teams. So I think just getting there this year was good enough by itself. Like I don't really think that's anything to be ashamed about or knock. Yeah, yeah, go Buckeyes. But um, <laughs> Georgia, I mean, sorry. Then Alabama beat Cincinnati 27-6. And really the only takeaway I have from this game is it's a – this game was served as an argument to why a group of five, group of six cannot make the, yes. make the playoff. And it's a detriment to the playoffs should be expanding, which I yeah. think the playoffs should expand. And I'm for that. But this is what people are going to use against You're it. for the playoff expanding when it was at four and we saw 34 to 11 and 27 to six. I Why don't, do you want to see, see more of that? Here's what needs to happen. The top I don't need to two see more SEC of that. teams just need you to play each Cincinnati other every year. And they're they already do that. championship game. There's and then that. everyone else SEC plays. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because that's what's going to happen. You add Oklahoma and Texas to it. That's a 16-team super conference. And, I mean, they're already miles ahead of everyone else. So we we are seeing three versus two, one versus four blowouts every year, and you're thinking the solution is to expand. But think about who those teams are, though. It's Alabama. It's always an SEC team. You would and likely get gonna... a few extra good games. Yeah, that's what I'm well, saying. See, here, the only thing for it is, like, the Rose Bowl. They had a couple players from Ohio State sit out. If you made like them versus Utah a playoff game, nobody would sit out. And people are saying they still the get best beat game. when they play these actual teams that are good. Like for a lot of those bowl games, but they wouldn't sit out. I guess that to, to rig it so they don't sit out would be the only reason to expand. But it, I don't think if you like, don't you can't. If you don't do anything, like college football is dead. National title a year. If you don't do anything, college football is dead to anyone who's not in the Southeastern Conference. No, I disagree with that. I mean, I would, I would say. I mean, honestly, here's the if, problem: if, if you put Alabama eight in, Georgia's you're gonna get gonna five. Every S- year. You're gonna get years. You'll get four. Half of them will be SEC if you put eight. If you go to eight, but right now, half of them were SEC teams. So, I don't know. Well, I was, I, college football in, in, in big trouble. And That's all I'm I told you what was gonna happen. That's why I was against it. Because you knew what was gonna happen. I knew they were both meet again, and <laughs> I, I didn't want that. They're so. the best teams. They deserve yeah. to they be were. there. Yeah. But you want, but you want automatic conference championships. You want conference championships to matter. To me, but when yeah, you have teams like Iowa in the conference championship, and if they would have beat Michigan, you think they deserve to be in the in the playoff? Oh, when you're they going back it. to my, my take yes, on. You're, yes. I have it at six. Is what I would do. Only conference champs and the one, the best uh, group of five or group of six or whatever that is. So that's what I would do because here's the thing: you never have to worry about a regional championship. When Alabama, I mean, in Georgia, super regional, half the country tuned it out. This would get rid of that. See, so I you, think you that's say the that, only way I would. I, I guarantee it. you, you go Google it. This is this was probably the most viewership the national no. championship has seen. No, it's not. It's that the 2018 most in, one was. It's the most in two years, I think, but it's not the highest. And the one before that that had it was that Alabama Georgia game. 
I think it's becoming the college football is becoming so, re- and it is a bigger deal in the South than anywhere else in the country. That's not debatable. But it's they need to almost rig it in a way where we don't just get the SEC championship as a national championship. <sighs> then but, you're then you're seeing Alabama, Michigan in the championship, and then it's a blowout, and there's a blowout. So blowout. Notre Dame, Alabama. What year was that? Like 2013. Oh, 2013. <laughs> yeah. We I could mean, go go back to the BCS championship. The BCS was a terrible system, it, and I don't want to see it ever the, again. The, the last BCS national championship is probably the best national championship game that ever. Florida State Auburn. Yes. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, there there were a few really good I mean, ones. Yeah, but it was a flawed system. I, I agree. Oh yeah, but, but this is a flawed I'm system. I'm saying this this is, but it can unintentionally it with the worst, flawed flawed horribly flawed system. I, I think you got You can't let two SEC teams in again. But they were the two best teams. If they're the two here's best the thing, by, by, a, my, by a country mile. But here's the thing. I don't really know who's better right now because I saw Alabama beat them. I saw Georgia beat them. I don't like that they had to play. I mean, it's hard to beat a team twice in four weeks. So I, I don't I don't find that fair to Alabama to be like, you just beat them. Oh, you showed them your boo-hoo. best game plan. Go and now cry they get to adjust and go do it. 15 other national Yeah, Alabama was a – I mean, Alabama's an example. It is Alabama. But it happens a lot. I mean, Alabama stole one from LSU in the BCS one one time. The same system, so I don't like they'll play them twice. I mean, you do have a point there with the LSU did beat Alabama, and then Alabama smoked them in the championship. But I, th- I don't really think that's why Georgia beat Alabama this time. No. I, I think I really do believe Georgia was the better team all year, even yes. when they lost to Alabama in the national championship yes. in the SEC championship. I, I think they just had a bad bad night that night. They had I, plenty I, of opportunity to win that game. What yes. I saw in the SEC championship was Georgia would do something, and the second Alabama figured it out, they really didn't adjust much. And in the national championship game, you saw them adjust, and they just took off. Yeah, And well, they, it could have blown Alabama out of the well, water. Well, Georgia started the SEC did. championship really well. Yeah, I think they were up like 14 nothing, And then all of a sudden Alabama just comes out of nowhere and just, cut, just destroys them. So I don't really. It's like I definitely think Georgia's adjustments made made the difference in the national yeah. championship, and I really don't think the forty one. I guess it was forty one twenty four. I don't think that was as lopsided as the the gap of the teams really was. Like and it, and that obviously showed in the national championship, even though you could also say well. John Mechie and Jameson Williams got hurt. Yeah. So that, oh, yeah, I thought Bryce Young played atrocious. Yeah, that was he, one of the worst. He, I I said after the game they should take his Heisman back for a high, <laughs> That was the worst championship game performance from a Heisman Trophy winner I've ever seen. I mean, he laid an absolute egg. He got outplayed by Stinson Bennett. How do you, how how was that the Heisman? I said before the year they shouldn't give out the Heisman because I don't think any of them were good enough during the season, and he did. He showed it. He looked awful. When he, when he when he didn't have a receiver that could get ten yards of space every That's route, what when he you looked give atrocious. It to a freshman. Hmm? That's what happens when you give it to a freshman. They're he's still sophomore. a kid. Well, he's a sophomore. J- Jameis Winston? Huh? Jameis Winston? He, well, won, that, he won the Heisman. That's a different. That's Jameis Winston. He's a whole different breed. I mean, <laughs> he's the greatest mid quarterback of all time. Yes. Uh, but James yeah, I mean, the, this this. They had talks about expanding, but it went nowhere right now. Yeah. So as of right now, it's still four teams, and I think it'll be like that for at least the next four years yeah. or so. It's not changing anytime soon, I don't think. Yeah, the SEC, I think, is one of the only ones that want to expand. No, no, no. They, no. they can get more teams than the ACC, so they don't <laughs> want to do it. You and know, the Big Ten talked about with the ACC and their little pairing to, to uh, block it. The alliance. The alliance <laughs> doesn't want to do it <laughs> well, because they, they feel like the committee already favors the SEC. Well, Greg Sankey is in. on the committee – to decide to expand the playoff, and he was one of the ones that said 
go for it. I've seen that you know the last couple has only been SEC teams in the national championship, and he still did it anyway. So I don't know, but even even with Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC, I don't think that really would help their expanded playoff chances because I don't. I might be crazy here, but I don't really see Oklahoma and Texas succeeding nope, in the SEC. I I really think Oklahoma is going to fall off next year. I, like eight and four. I think Brent Venables is a great they didn't hire. Lose a quarterback, but um, they lost I mean, you their look top at this. three. Yeah, they lost <clears> they all lost, their recruits. Yeah. but Texas A and M just got the number one recruiting class in the country. Texas, and when they join when the SEC, in the SEC, people go, no, they will be able to out recruit A and M. Yeah, and just like that, they're, they're, Oklahoma will probably out recruit A and M too. Well, that's why Maybe, uh, yeah. the SEC put that uh, big old exit fee. Uh, so nobody can leave because <laughs> A and M and Vandy will probably be the teams that want to leave after that. Um, but yeah, I mean this just shows the SEC is is top dog. And if you if you think the Big Ten is better than the SEC, which I've seen a lot on Twitter, Gosh. you're wrong. It's not. Look I mean, at Kentucky; they just dominated the team that was, they didn't dominate. They beat the team that was in the Big Ten championship. Yes, um, I had to bring it up. Sorry, Nick. That's lopsided <laughs> though. The Big Ten, like the East, is up here, yeah. and the it's, West is. If Nowhere the, to be found. The Big Ten Championship would be better suited to just have the yes, two, two best, best teams play each other. Y'all need yes. to change it. Yeah. I believe, I believe that for almost every conference. The, I don't like that division. I agree. That's why West, I love about the Big 12. The Big Ten West is so Every bad, game matters. It's not even funny. It's like, when's the last time the Big Ten West won the Big Ten Championship? Like, nine years ago. It's been Wisconsin. Wisconsin pro- it was probably maybe, Wisconsin. Yeah. Nebraska or Wisconsin. It was one of them. It, 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 I, just, I don't know. but yeah, It, it never happens. Well... Time for the main event, boys. What we really came here to talk about, the NFL playoffs these past couple weeks. I've been waiting to do this. So we'll start with the wild card. So I'll I'll go through all those scores. And if you want to talk about anything in there, we can. So uh, the Bengals' first playoff win in – There's Patrick when you need him. 30 30 years? I'll I'll do it for him. Who day? Thank God Patrick (laughs) Carey is not here because we will be sitting here talking about the Bengals. All of you. Haters. I told you this was going to (laughs) happen. We'd be sitting here talking about the Bengals for the next two hours. Uh, they defeated the Raiders 26-19. The Bills, I don't think we said this, Nicholas here is a Bills fan, um, RIP. Uh, Bills beat the Patriots 47-17. to That was a Blitzed shocker. Uh, the Bucks 31-15 over the Eagles. 49ers 23-17 over the Cowboys. How about them that Cowgirls? Zero. Jesus, you idiots. Um, the Chiefs, 42-21 over the Steelers. Rams, 34 over the Cardinals, 11. So, any, any y'all want to talk about anything in the wild card? There were two good games, which proves expansion was unnecessary. But, anyways. I got one thing. I just not, It's not about the wild card game, perhaps. But Derek Carr, what a year from him to me. Mm-hmm. MV, I mean, I would honestly say – an MVP cloud meant to his team. All the chaos the Raiders went through this year. I, 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 was, their coach is, needs is, to be interviewed. All the chaos Rich they went is a coach. He He's needs a to have coach. the job because that's. That. I don't know. I, I hated the the playoffs. They looked. They made so many minimal mistakes in the game in the playoff game where they would have won that. So, but I mean, I think they did an excellent job. Just ma- I mean, making the playoffs after all they went through that year. Derek Carr, excellent job from him. He might end up uh, in a uh, in an Ohio City. Soon, that's where I think he might might end up in uh, Cleveland, Cleveland down there. Yeah, no, I like that. I would think I the Raiders are insane to move he's on, but that would be. I mean, yeah, he's not somebody. Hey, they're gonna try to get somebody to replace that guy. He sucks. sucks. Baker, sucks. okay, clarifying. Baker needs to stick inside? to the progressive commercials. What does talking about Baker Mayfield no, benefit was, us right <laughs> now, though? 
Oh, it, oh it's coming up. Don't we'll worry. talk about that. Oh, in it's August. coming up. No, it's coming up right now. Once I talk about this Rams game, because somebody here is an OBJ hater. Oh, here it comes. Um, so the divisional round, the Bengals defeated the Titans. Can we can we, can we pause for a second? Tennessee, I'm sorry, but they're frauds. I, they had, I'm, a, I'm allowed to say that because in June I had them going 12 and five. What did they do? They went 12 and five. They won the games they were supposed to, and then got beat by a team that's better than them. I think they made mental mistakes when Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill pulled it from Derrick Henry on third and one. Yes. He pulled it out of him, out of his stomach and tried to get it himself. And then the fourth down play, they should have won that game. They should have. I think Ryan in the Tannehill, long run, this is going to be a. It's going to be a really good thing they lost this game because Tannehill, they will move on after. Yeah. After that performance, so I think in the long run, great decision. So? They actually lost this game. Hopefully they don't, but. Should they? Yeah. No, I don't need. They're not going to move on from Ryan Tannehill. I'd be shocked after the three. I mean, they they, had they were the have. one seed, guys. I don't like Ryan Tannehill, but from an they were NFL exec's position, they, it was not because of Derrick Henry. No, no, no. He they played, were the one seed. I don't know. Because Tell Kansas me this: if you City could go, couldn't I mean, figure it out for five weeks. Think about weeks. the veteran quarterbacks that might be on the move. You don't call Aaron Rodgers, and you don't call maybe Russell Wilson, who wants out. But who's going to appeal to an, a Tennessee market? I love Nashville. I will be moving there in three months. But if <laughs> I you're mean, Aaron I think Rodgers, you want to go maybe out west. Ro- maybe not yep. Rodgers, but if you want to win, I would yeah. say the Titans. They're, I mean, I mean, what, I mean, you get Julio Jones, you get A.J. Brown, you get Derrick Henry. Imagine if you had Russell Wilson running that offense. I don't think you could stop him. It would be wonderful in theory, yeah. but – yeah, next September we will be seeing Ryan Tannehill. I'd love to be wrong. No, I, I wouldn't for them because I don't like the Titans. I predicted that yeah. they'll draft um, Desmond Ritter or a quarterback. No. Uh-uh. So I'll that, tell you, I, I would do it. What, what I other need keep you Ryan in the first Tannehill. round? I'm with, I'm with him. In the first round, like who him. else would start for you? You have a great pass rush. They elevated that. Good second. I, mean, I had a top defense. We'll say great their defense day. was vastly improved Re- this year. Running backs. Running backs already set. Receivers set. I don't think it hurts taking a quarterback. Their rookie corner didn't even play this year. Right. So it's like if you don't have how many people can start for you besides maybe if you if you hit on a quarterback, might as well take one. There are thirty two NFL franchises, not all of them can have Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Or they might go get that guy in Houston. I wanted (laughs) they might go get that guy in Houston. I think it's going to be a division, but yeah. Well, I don't think his off season's going to be very bright. <laughs> hey, we'll me. see. We'll see, though. <laughs> I wouldn't count anything out for Houston. They just fired their coach after. Well, he wasn't supposed to, you know, have success of any kind, and yeah. he was just there just to fill the void. That's. But yeah, I mean, he was a great coach for them. Terrible they, they, franchise. But they did more than what they should have. Yes. But um. So, yeah, Bengals beat the Titans on the game, winning field goal. All these games McPherson. were yeah. amazing. This was the best weekend of football yes. I've ever watched. Yeah. You know, Nick objectively will say the same thing, but you take away the objective, he'll, he'll start crying. Um, 49ers over the Packers, 13-10. I saw this coming. I don't, I, I've, I don't have any proof. But I was telling multiple people. I had a feeling. I had the Niners to I win wanted, this game. Yeah, I had San Francisco. I'll tell you who I like. I mean, I, I know, you know I'm a Jimmy G fan. Don't you No. Even. You know I'm a Don't Jimmy G fan. No. No, I will no, I watch about Jimmy G. I will wreck you about Jimmy G, man. I will wreck you. He did absolutely but, nothing. But He's looking it oh, up. He had 113, oh, but oh whatever. Gosh. He won the game. Won the game. His QBR was like a Okay. Won the game. He They're, didn't the win the Niners, game. Debo won they, the game. Niners, Stop. the the, the special Stop, teams won the game. He just didn't lose it. He okay. he, he didn't lose it. That's all he did. Hey, he didn't look, win it. Did look, enough. Lose it. Did look, enough. Look, Mac. He didn't do I don't love Jimmy G, but you've got to think about this. The last two of the last three seasons, 
NFC Championship, Super Bowl, injured, yeah. they missed the playoffs. Trent, He's a good leader. Trent Dilfer made the He's Super Bowl a, and won a Super Bowl. Okay, this is a different era. This is a different era. You can't, you can't use that. That's why he's still a starter. But yeah. it's, it's, it's his leadership. Peyton Manning, with a broke, Peyton Manning with a broken neck made the Super Bowl. Won well, that's because leadership. Yeah. You heard he, Rodgers has only made one. Jesus. <laughs> You're a goat. Bro. <laughs> you bank like a blocked punt for a touchdown won them that game. Okay. Literally, the offense scored. I mean, they didn't need much. The Packers only had 10. Yeah, I was going to say, it wouldn't take a lot more. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't need much of it. Special teams wins football games. Yeah, yeah. Teams. I'm a former Packers kicker. special teams were garbage goal. the whole year. Yeah. That's what their issues was. I mean, they said it before the yep. game started. I will say this, and not just because I'm a Bills fan, and Corey Bajorquez is a great punter, former Bill. It was not his fault. I was a former punter. His release was not slow. It was a breakdown in the offensive oh, yeah. line. It, no, it wasn't It was fault. not Corey Bajorquez's yeah. fault. No. We can move on. 90% yeah. of the time, it's not. Ninety percent. Hey, but Matt Hawk, current Bills punter, would like a word with that because it's uh, always his fault. Matt, Matt Hawk balled out last night. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm not going to give Jimmy G credit for 11 and 19, 131 yards, averaging 6.9 yards per pass. Well, no touchdowns and interception. Yeah, I, I spoke to him. They needed a diehard. They needed him to take him down the field and put him in field goal range. He did, he did it. That's yeah. all. Sometimes great, it's great like handoff, Jimmy G. Great handoff to Debo. Happen, you did a great you job. You watched too much ESPN. You did a great King. job. I'm just saying. I wa- that's literally what happened. He Debo took him into field goal range. That's what happened. Okay, he's still playing. Ernesto, Robbie Jesus. Gold. I mean, got two playoff that man wins is on still, the road. He's still killing it. Bears made the biggest mistake ever by letting him. Yeah, go. yeah. I'll say I gave up on Robbie Gold a couple years ago. I, Injuries all over the place. I, I said he's, he's he proved it. He's not, back. Not Robbie. Not Robbie. His <laughs> leg is gold. There's a reason his last name is Gold. Um. So next we got, which what I thought was you know the best game, wow. up until what happened later in the yeah. night. Uh, Rams defeating the Bucks thirty to twenty seven, and I'm so glad this happened. I am a well renowned Tom Brady hater. Um, Flat Earther is what you actually are called. Tom Brady hater. On, and he was garbage this game, but you know. oh. 300 plus yards is oh, terrible. Wow. He, Max. How many passes did he throw? He was bad for three quarters. Throw? Yeah, but no other quarterback could put him in that spot no. in the league. How many? What do you mean? The, the defense no other put quarterback could have made that comeback. The defense had four, forced four turnovers. What are you talking about? Dude, I tell they, you, he gave them. The defense gave him short field multiple times. I, they I also lost yeah. the game. They also <laughs> sold. I don't. I don't need to defend Tom Brady. Blame the defense for that game when Tom. I blame Todd Bowles. I blame Todd Bowles. That blitz was atrocious. No, he put. Cooper uh, Cup on a safety within prevent defense time. Cup was no he was on a safety. No he was on Winfield. Average speed safety on the best receiver in the NFL. Yes, that's yeah. awful. Okay, that's Don Brown level. Before we start <laughs> screaming at each other <laughs> about Michigan. Tom Brady, this I will say, and I'm gonna Max started it. I think two defensive coordinators last night who were real NFL head coach targets, Leslie Frazier and Todd Bowles, Bro. ruined the chances of being head coaches yeah. last night. It's not Leslie Frazier's fault that you all couldn't. Last for 13 seconds, bro. But anyways, I could we'll say something right now, but I won't. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But I'm saying I'm sick and tired of this Tom Brady effect of people giving him all we the even credit. Have to talk about these got seven rings. We, we don't have we to don't talk about. Oh, no one answer. We no one answer. We were talking about what happened yesterday. Okay, he's 44 we years old, and he was hit just under constant He threw duress. 60 passes. 
So is Bailey Zappi bad because he threw what 60 passes? What are we passes? talking about? <laughs> like, Bailey Zappi <laughs> yes, puts Mike, up. What does that have to do with it? Tom Brady's legacy does not need. If Tom Brady won the Super Bowl this year and he has eight instead of seven, does anybody really care? Does it change well, anything? Well, Mac, uh, Tom Brady has more greatness in a speck of dandruff than Caden has no. in the entire snowbank on his shoulder. Yeah. We don't need to discuss this. Right. The greatest I don't, I don't have will be back I'm next year, and he will uh, prove it. I, just, I, I mean, you say Tom Brady's team is so stacked. But if you put any other Was quarterback besides like extreme top tier guys, like Bro. put Ryan Tannehill on the Bucks, I you think, really think they're winning the Super Bowl. Well, I think his second receiver in this game was Scotty Miller. Yeah. The, it's yeah. Tyler yeah. Tyler yeah. Johnson. Hey, Gronk on a receiver. Evans. They had Mike at 100 Evans. years old. Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson. <laughs> Tyler Johnson's a second He's year player. He's one with less. He has one with less. Mike Evans was a top five receiver yeah, before Tom Brady the got there. Only good receiver he had yesterday. Gronk. Scotty Miller is. Right, here's the thing: you and can't Tyler jump Johnson on him every time Gronk. he doesn't win the Super Bowl. Like I mean, I'm not jumping on him every time. I'm saying people <laughs> so are like, oh, the, the defense, by, the defense sold. He no, lost by a last the defense put field them goal. in that position. The defense put them in that position, but they still. They also have okay, okay, the maybe Tom Brady didn't sell when he threw that interception to a backup safety that plays only special teams. Come on, Caden, and then. What if if Cam Akers didn't fumble yeah, that ball? I was gonna say, let's stop saying the defense line. brought them back. Cam Akers brought them back in the game. Yeah. Stop they, saying it was the defense. They pulled the ball out. And yeah. Rusty Stats played for one snap, <laughs> <laughs> which was one of the craziest sequences I've seen in it NFL. It was back to back plays. That made yep. me so yeah, mad. That was it, pretty great. <laughs> um, but that's all I'm saying. Give the defense credit for putting them in the, that position. Yes, they they ultimately blew it, but still. The only part of the re- most of the reason they were even back in that game is because of the defense. If they didn't force Cam Akers to fumble on the one yard line, it would have been twenty four to three at halftime. He was not touched. Was he touched? I thought he yes, he was literally touched. lost the football. He fumbled whenever he he, he, he was going to the ground. Fell, he was yeah. going to the ground and. I think do poked it out, but not intentionally. Casper like, poked it out. I mean, I just think if you're blaming Brady for this loss, you're I'm in not a camp blaming by yourself. Brady, but I'm saying you're not. You can't <laughs> he's blame been in the, the camp defense by himself for many years. You can't blame the defense, and I that's mean, what you. I mean, no, they, right they, off the they bat just. Said. Lo- I mean, they just lost the game. They didn't. They came out kind of slow, and then they just lost it. I wouldn't say anybody's at fault. The Rams were also a terrific team. It was a bad mm-hmm. matchup for them. They had multiple linemen hurt and out, and they had to go against a. Well, I mean, worse didn't uh, play. You which didn't was make. I didn't hear any excuses for Pat Mahomes last year in the Super Bowl. So I'm not really hearing it. Well, it was all about his offensive line, and we know those excuses happen like crazy, so yeah, miss me with that one. But let's talk about what, what really said. lost the game. Personal fouls, uh, uh, they, uh, mental I, weakness all dude, game, including uh, Tom Brady. I mean, the start of this game, <laughs> these fouls, Namakin Sue gets kicked and oh. points at him and gets a 15-yarder. No, no, no. Brady, that was a, that was Brady's spitting up blood and gets a 15-yarder. No, 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 no. And Levante David is a foot away from being on his own sideline and throws his helmet, and he gets a 15-yard. <laughs> that one, that it one was, was just outrageous. That was hilarious. I was like, two of those should have gone the other way, and the Levante Dave one being called is ridiculous. And then, and then you gotta, you got to love the late hit in the fourth quarter, and then the, the Rams get to keep the ball because it was after the play. That's the rule. Whenever it, that's the yeah, rule. I know, but <laughs> if it had happened a half second earlier, it wouldn't have been the case. I mean, that's the rule. The, the Sue thing, I mean. Oh, the Sue thing. I mean, Sue should have gotten – like a, a pay increase for that being Sue and him not just mauling Stafford after he kicked him. All he Sounds did was like point at him. Poetic justice to me. All he did was point at him when they gave him 15. They won a Super Bowl last year. <laughs> Sue's done worse things and gotten in trouble. I mean, and not gotten in trouble for. It. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't one. just point at him. Did you not read his lips? Yeah, but he got kicked. <laughs> kicked and yelling is. I mean, to I miss the kick is outrageous. Kicked, but he did get kicked. 
And Brady spitting yeah. up blood and getting 15. Yeah, and that's the first unsportsmanlike of Brady's career. So you yelling is you yelling as if you're a ref and you're getting yelled at like that, you're going to throw a flag. Come on now. I would hope that you'd Come realize it's a playoff game and tensions run high and he's not going to have a normal Bro, conversation nah. with you as he spits up blood. As a man, so as a man, you're going to take him yelling at you and cussing you out like yeah, that. Yeah, your job. That's no, your, your, no, 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 no. You're no. failing Get at what here, you're bro. supposed to be doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Von Miller didn't even they hit him that it. bad. It wasn't even a helmet to helmet or anything like that. He hit him in the chest. I and don't think the, there was a single ref error in that game yesterday. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was I was rooting for the Rams, so maybe I'm. But I also Brady love up, Tom Brady, Brady with the, every fiber the of my being. He hit to the head and then him he spitting up hit in the head. He did. I'll show it to you later. And then Sue getting kicked and getting 15. He got 15 and kicked. But. I've but never ever seen that before. You've you played football, right? Yeah. Look, the coaches have always said they're go- refs miss the first thing, they get the second thing true. right. So when you talk back, yep. they're going to throw the flag. That's what my coaches in and soccer you slam football your helmet on said. the field. That's what's going to And that's happen. a flag, exactly. A yard off so the, uh, the refs are going to miss stuff. They're human. Uh, the Rams, lo- the the Bucks lost the game in, in in the first half. They did everything they could to come back, but it was mental weakness. It was stupid. Uh, immature stuff that lost the game, even from Tom Brady, which he was furious. I get it. You shouldn't do what you did. Yeah. And I have to address this real quick because when a certain player got picked up by the Rams earlier this year, somebody in here said that he would be a cancer to that locker room. And because they lost the first two games with that player being there, he said, see, this is what happens when that player goes there. Odell Beckham Jr. had a great game against the Bucks. Did he? I, did he get six hurt? In, receptions I, he, he didn't do anything in the second half. In so case you were wondering, did he play the second half? Six ball that last night. Not getting the ball. <laughs> I was just <laughs> you told me that he's a cancer to the locker room when I've heard matter of time. But matter of time, matter they're going time. to the NFC but, Championship. But I mean, he's a nice third receiver on this team. So I mean, you you put him in as the third. What, receiver. What do you say you about go. the other players on the team saying he's a great guy? Yeah, he has no what problem with his locker room. What, what would I mean, you say? What did Brady say about Antonio Brown? Yeah, Same you thing. put a mic in your like, – what, what are you going to say? He this this guy annoys Brown. me to the media? Why, why, you can all, Jalen Ramsey played against Those questions Odell can only be one thing. How many years before he got there? And he's had so many comments about him before well, he joined the team as well. Jalen Ramsey's also a cancer to a, to any team he's on. So I, Hey, look, he's I love OBJ. He's two championships, so I guess. Yeah, the Jags. Yeah, yeah. I know the no, Jags. Yeah, I'm, you had to think about it. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I saw your face. But uh, I'm just saying, you you a big idea. hater over here, Mac, and Odell sitting pretty in the NFC Championship. You don't want to well, give him any credit. Hey, no, like I he refuse you. Hey, we got a Josh hater. Allen hater over here too. I'm not but a Josh Allen hater because I'm. You not were all credit. year, and now you're gonna change it today because you want to sound like you know everything on TV. I'm not a Josh Allen hater, oh, right, but yeah. continuously <laughs> says Josh Allen is mid, even oh, though he's a agree. top three quarterback. Top in the NFL. three, yes. Top three. After last night, this man sitting right here said Josh Allen's better than Patrick Mahomes, and I stand by it. And you're wrong because he's. <laughs> Up until yesterday, I was going to say that. I mean, if he would have won the game, I would have gone on that side. Well, let's but just go what, ahead. And, let me, okay. let me just switch yep. gears real quick. Okay, so the game of the year, probably the game of the last, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's probably, yeah. It's really up there. Top, yeah. top five, definitely. Man, the Chargers – the Chargers Raiders game was just three weeks ago. You guys forget it already. <laughs> yeah, that one was awesome. That was on NBC. And then so you had, and then you, you had the Steelers fan that was decked out for some reason there, yeah. with about a minute left, just screaming his head yeah. off. Do something. That was right my favorite not. game I've ever watched. Yeah. And obviously, why would I say the fact this that game? it almost but, happened yeah, is what's hilarious. Yeah. Like if it doesn't end in a tie, the Steelers make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. It, it should have been a tie. tie. That was my I favorite was game I've ever watched in the history of football. It was so much fun to watch. I was nervous. There's no such thing. As a as a game, one singular game that could have implications for three teams. Yeah. It was a three three sided game. Yeah. 
So, but you know, look, we can talk about this game as being the greatest because there was a lot of points in the last t- twenty-five, two, 25 minutes. In the, two, in there was the twenty-five last two points minutes. in the last two 20, minutes. Yeah. Yes, uh, um, the Chiefs pull it out, forty-two thirty-six in overtime against the Bills. Uh, I mean, where do we even start? I mean, pain. No. Starting wow. out, starting out the game, uh, you know, Bills have the best deep, one of the best defenses in the league and Patrick Mahomes broke containment all the time and just running down their throats at the beginning of the game uh Josh Allen was slinging the ball and he was you know he's more like a running back that was playing quarterback this game uh he was just effective in the run game when they needed it getting first downs I wouldn't I wouldn't say running back playing quarterback that's kind of offensive he, he also had 300 plus yards. Yeah, can but, I get to it? We'll go go for I'm it. Just saying. Well, okay. Through a great game, Stephon Diggs wasn't doing much, so Gabriel Davis stepped up. Uh, four touchdowns. How many receiving yards? 200 something. I think like 170. That. I will I will I will say this because I have hyped that man up to Nick all year. <laughs> Gabriel Davis has been like that since he was in college. You see, just, I mean, when he was he, a beast when he broke uh, that oh, corner's. Gosh. Ankles. I swear, I got up and walked out of my apartment. And had to take a break. Uh, that was one of the most disgusting plays I've ever seen in my life. It was bad, and he was wide open multiple times for the, every touchdown he had. He was wide open. Yep. I mean, he torched the Chiefs secondary. Uh, but I mean, going up was thirty. It was thirty-three twenty. The game ended thirty-six all, so it was thirty-three 30, twenty-six. 26. I reckon. So, Chief, I mean, Bills go up 33-26 with 13 seconds left, and Pat Mahomes gets the ball back. I don't know if you agree, but if the Bills should have squibbed it or not, I don't think it really they mattered. You think they they have taken it? six seconds off yeah. the clock. Yep. So, um, unless they directly fall, fell on the ball. Which it's it, you, it's really not easy to do that. A squib sure. kick takes time off the clock regardless. It would have put them closer to field goal range, but Tyler Bass is a good ki- uh, squib kicker. Uh, I know that's like a weird thing for some people to hear, but there's a, an art to it, and he is he is good at it. Um, uh, but that wasn't really the problem. The problem is they're bracing for a hail mary. I think at all at the entire point of that game, they're looking back at the hail mary last year. Uh, similar situation. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde were well, they were forty yards back. You couldn't even see them on the screen. It was easy. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was salivating at three timeouts in thirteen seconds. And you're 40 yards back. It was, I mean, it was horrible. I this is horrible. I don't think I don't know how you can't possibly say it's not horrible defensive play calling. They were playing. They were playing the, for overtime to go yeah. 75 yards. Well, not 75 yards, but you know what I mean. To go the distance with 13 seconds left is basically impossible. I mean, there's like a less than one percent chance of that the Chiefs should have won that game. But they had three timeouts left, and so that alone, I think. You've got no timeouts left. That's the equivalent but it's also of a when too. I don't know the corner's name, but the Travis Kelsey pe- catch it was, he was playing Wallace. outside yeah. leverage, yep. giving the whole middle field to Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey Look, even said he didn't even run deep. the he didn't even run the route. That well, there was, he was no to reason run. to play outside. They have timeouts. They don't need to get yeah. out of bounds. That's what so I'm saying. Outside exactly. leverage this, is pointless. It, Levi Wallace, by the way, is one of the probably three major players on the Bills roster that is a free agent this year. Um, we'll see because Dane Jackson last night looked a lot better than him. Dane Jackson in his second year was undrafted last year. I think he looked a lot better than Levi Wallace did. I was really impressed with Dane Jackson last night. I, I thought Dane Jackson looked really good. So. Well, it, 
the Bills secondary last night, it was one of their worst years. It was one of the first games the Bills didn't force a turnover, one of the first games of the whole season. Uh, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde were off. They were they were out of link. Uh, Nickelback, Taron Johnson missed, I think, four, four three-plus tackles this game. Um, he was awful. His his assignment for most of the game was Travis Kelsey. Now, I understand it's a tough assignment. He didn't take to it well at all. I think Travis Kelsey had a uh, – a memorable night. I know we're going to talk about Gabriel Davis at the end of this game, but I think Travis Kelsey, uh, for me, was the was the X factor. He was this close to costing the Chiefs that game multiple times because he bobbled the ball many times, and he has didn't, a history of dropping passes in big games. Didn't so. drop them though. Yeah, he didn't. And then the McCall Harmon run. The Bills just weren't ready for that. And, and you know, I haven't heard anyone say this, so I could be wrong, but because I've I've not listened to a word of. NFL punditry today because I don't yeah, want I don't to. Blame you. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Sunday Night Football was Week Four, Week Five. The Bills come go to Arrowhead, Arrowhead Stadium, have that lo- massive delay um, blitz. We have one of the deepest front fours in the league: uh, Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano, great linebackers. Edmonds got the. That's true. Yeah. It was AJ Klein yeah. in Saran Neal. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't even without White this time though. Well, Tre'Davious White that, was a factor. He did play in being, that game. being out of this game. He got yeah. uh, towards ACL on Thanksgiving, and uh, he. I remember in, I saw something Orleans, earlier in the week. Yeah. Where he was big on what they were doing with uh, Tyreek in the first game mm-hmm. when they could kind of. I mean, not like he didn't lock Tyreek by himself, but it, it was a lot better to have him on Tyreek than mm-hmm. what they ended up having to go with. Yeah, I, I agree. Think, um, I think one thing of this game is just exciting because. These are two young quarterbacks in the same conference, and they're gonna. I mean, we're gonna get this a lot. I would be shocked if we don't. And it's not even just them, because you got Herbert, right. you got Lamar, you have Joe. I mean, if yeah, Deshaun ever gets it figured out, it's. I mean, the NFL is great for the next ten yeah. plus years. I mean, it was a great matchup. I give Josh Allen his credit. He played a great game uh, last night. Do I believe he's better than Patrick Mahomes? No way. Never that's that's a debate. Is it, is it a have, debate? Is I, was, it really I think he's a better pocket passer. I think he is. Uh, I mean, he's I think a better Ma- athlete. I think Mahomes' he's side a bigger, throws. Athlete, I think Mahomes' sure. side throws, uh, his ability to extend the play a little bit or better. But I think Josh Allen, in terms of pocket passing awareness, I think he's better than Mahomes. I mean, you take, if athletic. you factor his running in, but Mahomes can so. run, but not like Josh his Allen athletic, can run. They're different athleticisms. So Mahomes can, you know – like you said, sidearm around all over the place. He can get 25. Allen can do that too. Yeah. But Allen is the guy you're going to run with when you're at the one-yard line. He's the guy Mahomes I'd rather have on third not. and two than Patrick Mahomes. Yes, I agree with that. But, Lear, listen, this is the thing. We could argue about this for two hours. Uh, I think People this will, will this be one of the great quarterback debates for the next ten years, yeah. hopefully, yeah. especially hopefully in terms of Josh Allen. Um I've got a question really quick. I know this is my first show, and I'm asking you guys questions, but f- what do you guys think about the Bills going forward? Because if Josh Allen's going to play that perfect of a game and they still can't beat the Chiefs, who's to think they're going to beat the Chiefs next well, year? I think it's they got to beat Jacksonville this year. If this game's in Buffalo, I think it's different. I agree. That's what I, so I that's think. I, think I mean, that's, yeah. they, blew, they lost a lot of games they should Tennessee, not have lost. they shouldn't have lost that one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Tennessee, at least, they were at least a one seed. They New lost England. some atrocious games. Was there a game last year at Buffalo? No, no. no. Mahomes okay. has never played a road playoff game. Besides, I mean, I guess the Super Bowl in Tampa. Yes, but correct. He has never. He's played never a road had. He's never had to go on the road. So, 
It's different. If I mean, I think it was in Buffalo. I think it's different because the atmosphere. Yep. Yeah, the weather is yeah. just insane. It's but like totally the, different. The thing is, though, it's like this was supposed to be the Chiefs' down year. That's what everybody was saying all year. You uh, you can say, no, I'm just saying that's what everybody was saying. It was their down year. They're fine, they were, everybody. It was their down. National media. Well, just, they freaked out because they were three and four. Yeah. We all knew they were going to get it they together. They were in a close game with the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell with the Giants? <laughs> they, were mean, no, they were always going to figure it out. <laughs> I'm just I, I, I agree. I know, I know you. Know. I, I know. am a Pat Mahomes boy fan. Yeah. I think he's the best quarterback in the league. But I mean, the Chiefs aren't done. It's still a down year if they don't win the Super Bowl for them. For their I mean, expectations, I, it's a down year. If you ask Chiefs agree. fans, if they don't, if they didn't go and win the Super Bowl this year, they would not be happy. So getting to the yeah. Super Bowl with that team, it's still oh, a down yeah. year. I, yeah, if you go, their fan base if they lose to Cincinnati, I mean, it's, if they lose to the Rams, because it's also Kansas City and Buffalo are a little different. Kansas City, they need to be winning Super Bowls right now. I Buffalo. Agree. Y- You'd like to start winning them now, well, but you've got all the gap close from last year in the AFC Championship game when yes. the game was really never that close. No. To this year, I mean, well, I think you, you win the coin toss, you probably win. Mm-hmm. So, or you don't make a couple Stupidest mistakes. Rule. So I they they've seen the gap close, they're satisfied. I, I remember fans, three years they want a ago. Super Bowl. I mean, that's they've Chiefs already had a Super Bowl. They need another one. We're crying about how the rule when pe- the Patriots got the when overtime coin them. toss and he went down, scored a touchdown. It come back. It comes back for you. So maybe Buffalo maybe. Will, it will come back the, for them at the some Chiefs, point. Like the organization, they wanted the rule to change. They put in for yeah. the rule to change. Oh yeah, and I know. The NFL I know. denied it. Right. I don't want the rule to change. No, I, don't want I think change. the rules should change. I think it needs to be a shootout. Maybe in the playoffs, perhaps. Yeah, that's, that's what. Yeah, that's not a regular season. Yeah. It should no, be a shootout yeah. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You, both teams deserve a chance. I don't like yes. changing rules for playoffs regular season. It's the same Why? game. I don't like well, hockey. Does I, it? I, don't, I know, but I don't. I don't like. NHL's I mean, one of the greatest it's NFL in games. Country. It's play NFL games. I don't like changing. For this scenario, we're going to do this. I don't really like that. And I think you you got to get a stop. So I don't I don't want the rule change. I'm totally against that. Every team panics. You don't whoever think, loses, you don't but think every team you don't think both teams deserve a chance no. to score. Get a stop. I don't need. I, I think we should do alternating two point conversions for nine overtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and in the process, go down each end of the end zone. Go down each end zone and watch that happen. Take more time than each play. Is that Penn State, Illinois? I do think uh, one thing is interesting. If you don't, where the Super Bowl is this year, it's in the Rams Stadium. So <laughs> it sure if the Rams. They get to stay at home. Same thing Tampa had. Wouldn't that be funny, though, where if Patrick Mahomes' only two road playoff games the were the Bowl. Super Bowl of all games. So that's another thing where if the Rams can at win at home opponents. this week. Yep. Home the Rams' biggest test going forward, I think it's the 49ers. Get over yes. that hump of beating them. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I think they beat them twice. They beat them both times. The Niners year, have beaten them They've won times. their last six meetings against I mean, Sean McVay. hasn't beat them, has he? No. That's their biggest hump. That, that, they are their kryptonite. Yeah. Once they get past Niners that, are a really yeah. physical team. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I, th- I think the NFC is going to win the Super Bowl. I do. Oh, okay. You think? I think the Rams would. The Rams, yes. If the yeah. Rams win, yes. If we get a rematch of Niners and well, let's stop here. That was a really good. I will Super watch. Bowl. <laughs> that was a terrific Super Bowl. The Ni- I mean, the Niners were up ten in the fourth yeah, quarter, so it was a great game. It was not a terrific Super Bowl. And Jimmy G was about two yards short of winning that game when he just you know missed the deep shot. That was one of the worst misses in Super Bowl. <laughs> it was. I will say that as it a guy who doesn't totally hate Jimmy Garoppolo, it was. But I mean, I mean, it's not like. I, w- I wouldn't say if we got that, it'd be ugly. I think any Super Bowl we get would be good. Yeah. Unless the Bengals are in it. It's not uh, the I, I, no. know. I would love no, to see all, all a Bengals 49ers Super Bowl. I would Bowl. not. I wouldn't want to see that, no. I, wouldn't, I, I would. No. Really? I, I love the nostalgia of it. No, no. no. You weren't even born. What are you talking about I nostalgia? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then again, he does also celebrate Illinois runner-up in 1989. So. <laughs> 
Um, okay, we're going to bring that up. We yeah, play yeah, in Michigan unfair. ten times. Illinois wins nine. I don't even know. You agree with him, right? Yeah, yeah. Big Ten basketball is a joke. You, you, you know what network the Super Bowl is on, right? The best team that's never won a national championship. It's it's just a, it's a series of misfortunes for them. NBC. Chris Collinsworth. It would be oh, great yeah. to see Chris Collinsworth <laughs> calling the Bengals at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Might be Al Michaels' last game. I mean, it definitely – no, the Bengals. I don't think. I don't think so either. The Bengals and Chiefs are good. It's going to be a great game, just think. like the game uh, they played a few weeks yeah. ago. I, the Bengals I, won. I, I don't I mean. think so. And the Bengals won the on the Tennessee. They should have lost that. <laughs> I, th- yeah. I think they won that more so because it was in Cincinnati. But I, agree. I, I think it was they a regular stand, season game. Yeah, it's two different things. I think they stand a chance though. Like, I don't think they're. I think it's going to be a good game. I think, yeah, I think if it's not, if it's not ten plus for the Chiefs, I'd be shocked. Can't I mean I think the Bengals this season is gonna kind of fool's gold their franchise of where they think that they are actually like good, but they're not. They're not that's, that good. That's fine. Uh, they're not that good. They beat a Raiders team with made a hundred ton of mistakes at the end. Was the Raiders weren't good and they got Tannehill. You, so I think uh, in the future they'll realize they're usually gonna have to play Buffalo. I think you're City forgetting that Joe Burrow got sacked nine times and they still won that game. Well, he put up 19 points. You give the Bengals. You can't win a playoff game with 19 points 99% of the time. If you, enhance, if you enhance the Bengals' offensive line, and I know this is like beating a dead horse, but their offensive line is their main weakness. If yeah. you strengthen that offensive line, they, their offense becomes elite. They would have blown out Tennessee. I believe that. And I think that's I mean, where they're going. This, the offense, yeah, though, is, so this offense is not going to stay the way it is now. They, it's a lot of young guys that are on rookie deals that have got to get paid. And the Bengals are notorious well, for being a cheap franchise, well, so they won't get paid. They'll let go of a T. Higgins. See, you but you're thinking of old management. Will. The Bengals don't have those guys anymore. I think they get rid of Boyd before they get rid of it. There you go. Boyd's another one that I have to leave. Okay. I think the Bengals are in some fool's gold right now, and they'll realize this week how they'll realize this week how big the gap actually is between them and a good team. They've already beaten the Chiefs. I wouldn't say them in a good team. In the regular season is a different thing. An elite team. It is a different thing. Totally different. We saw – let's hope for the Rams say it is a different thing. Going into Arrowhead, if they keep it within 10, I'd be shocked. I mean, I wouldn't. They're the hottest team. They're the. They're probably the hottest team in the league right now. I disagree. Uh, they had 19. And this is a this I is a day game at Arrowhead. Chiefs. Everyone knows night games at Arrowhead are different. I agree. Is it the early game? Yes. It's I, three o'clock look, game. I there's something brewing right now. There's something. There's something brewing, and I'm gonna tell you guys. Look, Kansas City, and I know everyone's like they've got all the momentum. They played one of the most emotional games ever last night. That does not. I don't like that. If I were Kansas City, I think they're exhausted. Uh, Cincinnati comes out on a day extra rest. Yep. Uh, you're really if you're if you're Kansas City, you really only have six days rest. They're they've got a day off today. They're in the film room, uh, and in the gym, and then they're practicing tomorrow. Bengals have a day ahead of them. I think that helps. I think the fact that the Bengals played a much less emotional game helps Cincinnati. I what don't think I don't think they're game but it was it's, yeah game it was winner. much less emotional because of how spectacular that. Bills Chiefs game I mean, was, but it still exactly. was a but very the emotional, close knitted game. The Bengals were going to lose. I mean, they were going to either go to overtime or lose because the Titans had the ball and threw an interception, Ryan and then all they had to do was get the field goal. So it was they were in a scenario of we lose or we got to hope for overtime until Tannehill threw a pick. Mm-hmm. So I think offensively, Cincinnati's better fitted right now to beat Kansas City than Buffalo. The run game, they have a balanced offense. It's not as Josh Allen centric. It's Joe Mixon. Uh, Joe Burrow, it's a complimentary offense. Zach Taylor, I, I don't know. I feel like there's something weird. It might not win, but I feel like there's going to be a hell of a I, game. I watched the uh, their Bengals and Chiefs game earlier this year, and 
I mean, they absolutely torched their secondary. I mean, it was yeah. bad. There was penalties every other play, basically, is what it felt like, yeah. because the Chiefs' secondary was so bad. And they would play man. They would they were blitzing because the O line's bad. They were blitzing, which left the secondary on island with Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase, like, had, what, 200-something receiving yards that day? Yeah. That's the game plan going in for the Bengals again. It's, it's, and I still stand I mean, I, I I don't know if I'm correct in saying this. I think the Bengals have a better receiving core than the Bills. I so, think so. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think they could Especially easily. Yeah. I the think the Bengals have a top three receiving three, core right now. Yeah. Three might be one top of the best. Three. What do, we, do we have any doctors in here? We know what about uh, – Honey Badger's status, a concussion. Uh, uh, is he going to be ready to go? I mean, Bosa I'm had gonna, one and he got back. I'm going to agree. I'm going to probably say that he's he'll be fine. Ready I, to go. I, I like how the, the NFL has really yeah. faded. Remember when that yes. uh, concussion thing yeah. came out and they were all like, "It's two weeks. It's two yeah. weeks." I mean, you can't play for two games. Sorry, I don't care what happens. And they've just like slowly shortened it to now you can get back in a week. You can get back by a Thursday night game if you need it. It's like they just slowly. I'm not sure. Yeah, Henderson. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I think he should be. I mean, he, him being gone obviously was a detriment to that that team last night, that second day last night. I mean, they got flat out destroyed. If you're getting destroyed by Gabriel Davis, and it's not a knock on him, if you're getting destroyed by Gabriel Davis, what do you think Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd is yeah. going to do to you? No, Gabriel Davis is not known for his route running. He's known <laughs> for go routes, and which obviously was pretty much what he was last night with exempt with, you know, exempting his one. Uh, Ankle breaker, breaker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I feel it. I'm just gonna say I feel it. I, you know, I've picked some ridiculous uh, upset scenarios. Don't take the Bengals. So, so I, just for I take the Chiefs just plus for fourteen. They win by two touchdowns. Yeah, for reference, us three and about four other guys have a like a, a what do you want to call it? A game. It's a it's a it's game. A, it's a scenario. We picked every game so far. A wild card is worth ten. Divisional worth twenty. I picked every road game last week. Obviously, the one didn't hit was the one I desperately wanted to. Oh, yeah. Um, Caden has been a little more conservative, but through it all, we are each tied at, a, what, 100 points? Yeah, me and Nick are tied for first with 100. Don't I, take the Bengals. Mac, I'll see you don't, on Monday. Don't <laughs> take the Bengals. Uh, I mean, well, we'll be back here Sunday live, actually. So that'll be after the game. So let's just do predictions right now. Will, you go first. Man, I got to go first. Um the heart wants the city of Cincinnati <laughs> to finally not choke something away. This wouldn't be choking necessarily, but I want to see them get there. So I'm going with Cincy. No, I'm going to eat my words, but that's a hard one for me. I am a, I am a Bengals fan. Um, at Arrowhead, it's it's a crazy atmosphere. I hope it doesn't snow. I have. <laughs> it's so hard. To, it's so hard to go against my team. I feel like they're gonna. You're not. I feel like the, what's crazy is I feel like the Chiefs are about to be the minority. Out of this room. I, no, I would have to go to the Bengals. I can't. I agree. Even if Kentucky was like down bad tremendously, I mean, that you team thought last they'd beat year. Georgia. So there you go. What? Didn't you pick Kentucky to beat Georgia? Oh, you, you talking, did, about, you talking but, about football? Uh, you talking about football? Basketball? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't. YMCA no, could probably beat Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I would thought you were talking <laughs> about basketball. <laughs> I was so oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I, I'm taking just the Chiefs Bengals game. That's one we're doing. I'll take Chiefs by two touchdowns, at least ten. Mike, I'm all in. I'm, I'm all in on the Bengals. I never, I never bet against Joe Burrow in my life. 
<laughs> and that's a great way of living. Hey, look, 45 degrees, sunny in Arrowhead, calm winds. Joe Burrow is going to be boiling. That's the weather forecast in Kansas City is a Bengals four-point victory. Four points. Um, see, the, my thing is I, I, too, want Cincinnati to succeed. Uh, I'm not a Bengals fan by any stretch of the means, but through the years I've supported them. You know, like, because they're the nearest team to where I live. I'm from Lexington, closest is Bengals. So just like the Reds. Um, Not the Reds. <laughs> I want them to succeed. But at the end of the day, there's just kind of hater in me that's tired of seeing all this Bengals stuff on Twitter and all these Bengals fans not being <laughs> humble. And one of the greatest stories in sports. Yeah, I get it. But I have a friend who really annoys me, and he's a big Bengals fan, and he's been talking nonstop. And so, and I'm also a Mahomeboy fan. Um, so, with that being said, I trust Mahomes. He's been to three straight AFC championships, uh, two straight Super Bowls. I'm going to trust the GOAT, baby GOAT, and, uh, you know, get to the Super Bowl again. So, I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm glad that that wasn't all being <laughs> – I was the only one nah. on the side of logic in this room. And right. we'll probably be doing the show during the other game, which will be a big game as well. So, we'll go ahead and uh, – Rams-Niners. We'll go ahead and do it. I'll go first. <laughs> uh, Rams, I don't think it is extremely hard to beat a team three, three times, times in basketball, and I'm going to triple that for football. There's no, I I don't know the last time a team has beaten a team three times in a season. I would definitely have to look that up. I don't know when that's happened. I don't, I don't think that's happened in in like the, yeah, probably yeah. wouldn't happen in the last at least twenty years. Nothing I can think of no. I would. I was trying to think of maybe the Patriots, but Cardinals beat the Rams once this year, didn't they? Mm, yeah, at the beginning. That year, yeah. the Jets went to the AFC, AFC Championship. I don't know if the Patriots won all three of those. What year was that? Two thousand nine. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Saints tried to do it last year and couldn't. Yeah, yeah, Saints right. beat the yeah they got yeah. close. Yeah. Well, noodle arm breeze. Anyways, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Rams this time. I believe in Matt Stafford. He clutched up last night in. <laughs> I always believed that he was a great quarterback. He was just in a terrible place. Thank you. <laughs> so, I'm going to go Rams. It'll be close for sure. Like 31-24-ish. Kyle Shanahan is a better coach than Sean McVay. I like their system, but I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo over Matt Stafford. I think that last Sunday is going to be a wake-up call. When you survive a game when you really should have lost, I think it wakes you up. I think they're going to be the hottest team in the league going forward. I think the Rams not only win Sunday, I think they host and win the Super Bowl 56 uh, in a couple weeks. We'll get there next week. Well, we will, but I'll say the same. Matt, go ahead. Well, see, I'm on the different side of this. I think the collapse from the Rams will continue, and guy who I have been a fan of alone pretty much will win and and when he plays in playoff games he wins so oh, he will win the Super Bowl a team bro he will, he will win and beat team. Stafford and the Niners will go to the Super Bowl and lose <laughs> zero touchdowns I, I'm going with the Rams one thing we forget about all those years that that Sean McVay and them lost to the 49ers he had Jared Goff as his quarterback. He's got Matthew Stafford now. Matthew Stafford can take over if they, you know, this or that. He can more better reciprocate reciprocate what McVay wants to do. And I think the Rams are going to win this one, finally. 
they will beat the 49ers. I will for me. I love the point about how the 49ers are not going to beat the Rams three times in a row. That's just not going to happen. And Matt Stafford, obviously, he's, he's I think he's way better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And I don't think the only the only way is this: the 49ers defense has to lock down. That's the yep. the only way they're going to win the game. And I think the Rams are going to be too. Well, much the Rams run. made mistakes in the last game. In the last game mm-hmm. they played. They had. They should have won that game. Yep. The, the Rams always make mistakes. Have you seen McVay's record when he leads at halftime? Is like almost unbeaten. That so was, he that when was he's down at game. halftime, he almost always loses. So they do not play well in the second half. Sean McVay teams as a trend for his entire coaching career. The, That's just what he does. He comes out with a stellar game plan. He struggles with the adjustments. So if he's down, he's down. The loss against the Niners. Um, Two, three, three weeks ago, right? Three, three weeks three, ago, four, something. I don't know. Two, three weeks ago, whatever that was, uh, that was the first time he lost um, a game when they've been leading at halftime. Yeah, the very first one. I think he's like forty-seven and and one. I think it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike, go ahead. I'll take the Rams. Uh, I think it comes all full circle for Stafford. I've, I I got to root for him. I mean, Detroit. He's yes. hard not to. He's a he, yeah. he's a he's lovable a yeah. loser. He played, well, he was a lovable loser. He he played for my team for a long time, and he he was always great for us, even though the teams never really were. I I really want to see him do it. I th- I th- I really think they can beat the Forty ers I don't think they're going to lose three times to him. So I'll, I'll take the Rams. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, overwhelmingly, everybody's going with the Rams, and then. Most I think it's four two Bengals. Yep, four two Bengals. That's not good. I'm on the minority on both. <laughs> the We're fact that me and but that's okay. The fact me and Mac are in agreement. <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> that's uh, first. Anyways, thank you for tuning in, um, the Resident Radio. We will be back live Sunday night at six p.m. Um, Ryan Gooden hopefully will be back with us. He had his tonsils taken out and he can't really speak, so that's why he was not here today. But hopefully he'll be back by Sunday and. Uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Uh, for myself, Kaden Gaylord Day, Will Gerber, Mike Thompson, Matt Grisano, Noah Lyons, <laughs> and our newly lovable guy, Nick Brake. Have a great day. And as always, go Tops. Go Tops. Go tops.